Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What will we find in today's Thursday thrillers here on the Mutual Audio Network? A few baffling mysteries? Perhaps a touch of murder? Let's find out. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. If you're interested in helping out, but you missed our fundraiser, no problem. Head over to our website, neonshadowspod.com, and either click on the floating coffee mug to buy us a coffee, or go to patreon.com slash neonshadowspod. Yeah, like I said, deposits of the chemicals were found along the river, and in its basin. I've got some pretty damning evidence, Mr. Steele. I don't know how Phantom can dodge this one. The ecological effects are obvious. Uh, thank you, Mr. Dixon. On behalf of the Conservation Society, we thank you profusely. Your payment is thanks enough. Uh, well, um, about that, uh... Uh, now, not saying we can't pay, but uh, uh, more like we can't pay you yet. You asked for pictures, and I got you pictures. And samples. Attendance is down at the meetings, and, and we don't have the funding we used to. Jesus. I really need to start taking deposits. I am sorry, Mr. Dixon, uh, but I would do anything to save our planet. We only have one Earth, and it's our duty to- What's wrong with these jerks? Warriors of the planet, my ass. I'm all for conservation, but the green I need doesn't grow on trees. Well, I won't be delivering this film until I get a good chunk of what I'm owed. I asked Ulysses to do me a favor and get some documents out of City Hall's records. Hopefully they shed some light on this mysterious angel. And if she really is Lady's sister, that family has some serious secrets. Just what did you know and not tell me about, Lady? Our time was short, but we covered the family subject. 
and she had very little to say. Her parents were well-to-do socialites. They were always traveling, and she rarely saw them. She made no mention of siblings. Damn. You think you know somebody. Greetings, Frank. I have what you are looking for. Files on the James family. You told me that Lady's parents were vacationing around the world, right? Yeah. She said she hardly spent any time with them at all. I find that strange, considering they're dead. Dead? Recently? Murdered, to be precise. Arson, 15 years ago. No, there's no way she lied to me. Why would she? Maybe to hide her checkered past. We always try to put our best foot forward, especially while courting. I'm sure you left out some of the rough bits about yourself. I suppose it is hypocritical of me. It doesn't make your love any less real. She could have been shielding you from her tragedy. Or herself from reliving it. I was self-conscious at first. Feeling a twinge in my stomach at the thought that maybe she didn't feel what I felt. Sitting there with egg on my face. But I know better. What we had was real. So what now, Frank? Let me see those files. Let's see what else was hidden away. You mind if I join you? I do love a good mystery. <laughs> of course. Two sets of eyes are better than one. Shuffling through deeds and permits, I noticed some of the papers detailed personal events. Why would City Hall have records on wills, insurance claims, and charity donations? These folders turned out to be more of a living ledger than a basic record. The family's accounts and expenses were all laid out. I think this was a blackmail dossier. What were your parents into, lady? I stood over a small square plot, taking a knee. I brushed my fingertips across the engraving. Sam, he didn't even have a last name we could set in the stone, so Frank had him use his. His last act of charity for Sam. A boy with no last name, no home, no chance. Damn it! How am I gonna buff that out? It's hard losing a friend, isn't it? Yeah. Can I help you? I believe it's I who can help you. I doubt that. Sorry, but I just want to be alone right now. Well, what if I told you Sam wasn't gone? At least, he didn't have to be. Who the hell do you think you are? I turned around to see a figure leaning against an old oak, almost entirely hidden behind it. The man clutched the tree with long spindly fingers, the proportions of which just didn't seem right. I took a measured step back and also prepared myself for a fight. Please, I mean you no harm. Just a helping hand. I hate to see someone in such sorrow. Particularly when they don't have to be. What is that supposed to mean? Ah, well, Sam was a good soul. How dare his life be taken from him so soon? He didn't deserve it at all. Wait. How do you know Sam? I'm well acquainted with the dear souls ripped from their life too soon. I also happen to be one of the only ones who is able to bring them back. Bring them back? That's impossible. <laughs> I think you know better than that, Dusty. Some would also say it's impossible to absorb the spirit of a wolf 
and transform one's physical features. <laughs> but you... <laughs> you are in fact a wolf forged at Ebrior. A beast baptized in the searing ether. The righteous claws of a savior most cunning. Do you even understand it? I wonder. Your destiny. No. No, you're not ready yet. If you ever could be. Wait! Wait. Yes? I believe you. Now, please, tell me how to bring Sam back. Maybe you are ready. Only time will tell. With that, he walked completely behind the tree, but did not come out the other side. I ran over to find no one there. Whatever it was, it was gone. Hello? Aren't you going to tell me how I can get Sam back? There was no answer. Just the silent graveyard and the calling of crows. I figured I'd better head back to Lady Justice. And I think I'll just keep this to myself for now. Is City Hall full of these blackmail folders? I'll ask my contact. This may all belong to the mayor. His personal storehouse of illicit documents. No doubt all the rich and powerful that live in Darkrim have a file with their name on it. I've seen many kingdoms rise and fall. And this mayor seems as corrupt as they get. We could be stumbling into yet another hornet's nest. How long has he been Darkrim's mayor? This city was just a pass-through till I joined this ramshackle outfit. Never since I've been here. At least a decade. I imagine there's a folder for anyone running against him. He's also campaigning for governor next year. As much as it pains me to see Devlin potentially holding the city hostage, I need to understand what part Lady's family played in the scheme of things. Supposedly they died in a fire in their mansion, but given the evidence in front of me, and there was something more. It was ruled an arson. The report stated kids threw a petrol bomb through the windows. But included is the fire marshal's report of gasoline used inside the house on the second floor. If the fire started in the interior, that means the marshal was complicit. Or maybe he was compelled. He may have his own file in this hall of sedition. Still, there's always a choice. I know that for certain. Wool gathering, Frank? It's not just a corrupt mayor we have to worry about. We can't trust the firefighters either. At least not the marshal who worked this arson case. But it's been a while. He may not even be on the job anymore. What's the name? Roderick Davis. Any relation to your brother-in-arms? Yeah, it's his older brother. Do you keep in touch with the family at all? The mother sends me a Christmas card every year. That's about it. That would have been a good in to finding more about Roderick's current situation. Let's stop by the fire station first. We'll see if old Roddy is still working out there. We should be cautious, Frank. We don't know how far the corruption has spread in the city. Now you're going after the fire department? <laughs> Keep it up, Mr. Dixon, and we will be the most hated PI firm in the state. We? I never told you you had the job. Oh, so the other woman showed up? No. Hmm. And you are? This is Anne, one of the many applicants I am still evaluating for replacing Sam. 
And this is Ulysses, a consultant and friend. I have a feeling I'm the only one you've interviewed. I can start today. So, how about I find out if anyone in the department or their acquaintances have criminal records, or even rumors off? Okay, fine. But consider this a trial basis only. Nice meeting you, Anne. We have to go. But don't change too much around here. I like things a certain way. There's an order in this chaos. Well, you did it, Anne. Now, to help yourself to the files. We're gonna make those bastards pay. Frank's car wasn't on the road or in the back lot at Lady Justice. He must have caught a break. The lights were still on in the window and a silhouette darted past it. I grew my claws and leapt up the fire escape. They wouldn't even see me coming before I took their head clean off. I stopped to perch myself right in front of the partially open window. I heard the shuffling of paper and a woman talking, but I didn't hear or smell anyone else. I opened the window slowly so I didn't scare off my prey. I avoided all the squeaky floorboards I could remember. I looked up to see the dim light of the closet Frank called an archive was lit. I lowered myself ready to strike. You picked the wrong P.I. doll. She missed and that was a fatal mistake. Wait, 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 I, um, I'm, I'm the secretary. Secretary? We don't have a secretary, lady. Frank just hired me on a trial basis. My name is Anne. We've made our fair share of enemies lately. How do I know you ain't one of them? You shot at me! A warning shot! At least when I thought you were human. My next shots would have hit the mark if I knew you were some kind of monster. I'm not a monster. I said it, but even I didn't believe it. it. Seemed like everyone in this town was some kind of monster. Some were on the outside, which nowadays I considered a courtesy. Well, whatever you are, you certainly lack decency. A naked man pinning down a woman like this, it it's improper, to say the least. Get off me. Ma'am, normally I'd apologize for such behavior, but I don't know you, and I'm still not sure your story is legitimate. When Frank gets back, we'll have a talk. So you're just gonna sit there staring at me shirtless and damn near without slacks. You people are strange. Maybe I should reconsider this trial. So are you gonna tell me who or what the hell you are? I'm Dusty, Frank's assistant. Like a private eye in training. I am human, by the way. Oh, you're something. <laughs> But I don't know if you are a human. If you could do all that just now. Call me crazy, but it seemed like you were... part... beast. You keep talking like that and they'll put you in a padded cell. Coming from a depraved person accosting women? Pfft. Lady, even if I were the type, you wouldn't be my first choice. Something tells me you're, uh, not so innocent either. I think I like you, Dusty. You're made of stronger stuff. <laughs> when did Frank step out? Just before you arrived. He was heading to the fire station with Ulysses and that woman. You haven't met Cordelia yet? <sighs> to be honest, I avoided her and entered after she left. She gives me a strange feeling. She's a little prickly and puts on airs. She cares more than she lets on. Can I pour you a drink? I really shouldn't. Well, 
You look like you could use it. That may be, but I'd be worse off for it. I have a history with intoxicating substances. Well, do you mind if I have one? Help yourself. I wasn't really sure I could trust Anne. Or really anyone outside of our circle. Our shrinking circle. If Anne was truly going to be our new secretary, I suppose I should interrogate her a little. So, Anne, what brings you here? Oh, well, um, I needed a job, and I saw the ad in the paper. I'm a widow looking for a purpose. I'm sorry about your husband. He was a great man. One of the biggest hearts a person could have. And in the end, I guess that's... that's what killed him. How did it happen? He died in fire. He was told there was still a child left behind in the building. And being the brave fool he was, he rushed in. And... never came out. Sorry, I recently lost a friend too. The position I'm replacing. Yeah, Sam became my best friend. I just hope he knew it. Right. Does this feeling go away? No. But eventually, it becomes something else. A pale shadow that's with you everywhere you go. And though it's sad, there's... There's a warmth in it. It's proof it really happened. You really had that love. Till it was stripped from you. Here, I'll help. You know if you stick around, we're all wading through the same waters... Uh, especially Frank. He's got a lot on his shoulders, and I guess what I'm trying to say is, you'll be in good company. I expected this to be the point where Anne would sprout a tear, or hug me, wash with relief. But she stared at her pile of files, consumed with a fury. I know that look. There was someone to blame for her husband's death, or so she thought. What really happened, Anne? I told you already... He ran into a burning house, and he didn't come out. After she snapped at me, she slammed the stack of files on the desk and walked into the kitchenette. She washed her hands and face as I sat in silence. I'm convinced now that there's more to Anne than I even thought. Her husband was a reasonably touchy subject. However, her reaction told me it was not as cut and dry as the story she spun. Frank was better than I at prying people open. So maybe if I plant the seeds, he'll tend the crop. I can't wait to get my hands on that key and bring those meddlesome rats to heel. I've been searching for this box for so long. I'll finally have the power to shape the world in my image. Even if it's one city at a time, Dark Rim is a great place to start. Once I get the key, I can harvest any power I dream of. I'm sick of playing by humans' rules. Sir, we found the key. <laughs> Show me.
I'd like to thank everyone who backed us on Kickstarter, starting with our ultimate backers, Hazem Hanana and Eric Manring. Your names will go in the show notes as our sponsors for the season, and we appreciate your dedication to the show. At our Siren backer level, Brad Dancer and Kylie Smith. Thanks again for everyone's contributions. You're what keeps us going. Thanks for listening to Neon Shadows. If you want more Neon Shadows, head on over to neonshadowspod.com or on any social media platform as at neonshadowspod. Make sure to subscribe and rate us wherever you listen. The voices featured are Dan Faulkner as Dusty Willis, Amber Wren as Cordelia Amsel, Ian Knowles as Frank Dixon, Tyler Brown as Joe Sutton, Sean Goodrich as Ulysses, Logan Linkowski as News Anchor, Tim Duplissy as Andras, Nate Barham as The Mysterious Stranger, Marta De Silva as Anne, and David Alt as Gareth. The theme song is Neon Shadows, performed by Tambirian. Neon Shadows A Noir Tale was written by Ian Knowles. All rights reserved, Blunderbuss Studios, 2022. So you think you know mythology? Come visit residents of Persephone Park today and find out. My name is Sam. Who are you? My name is Alina. I'm a student reporter investigating a current online rumor about this park. I want us to be friends. No offense, I feel like you need more of those. This park isn't exactly that safe. Mythology was created to warn people of the past what not to do. So how bad can the rest of the park be? I am a kappa. What's a kappa? <sighs> Hold still! Hey, stay away from us, you freak! Don't think I won't hurt you. I, I, I got a bet. Enough. Just give me your shirikodama. What is this? Another human here in this park. The Jersey Devil? That's a real thing? So we're currently talking to a murderer right now. I'm a devil. Oh, oh my god, dragon. <laughs> Alina! You're too close to those things. Get over here! Let's go, Alina, now! Sam, what are you doing here? You promised never to bring people here. Sam, what's going on? You're you're scaring me. I should never have allowed you to come here. Listen to Residents of Persepina Park on all your favorite podcasting platforms today. We hope you visit soon. So, do you like comedy? If you do, then Friday Follies might be just the feed for you. From the Mutual Audio Network, every Friday we bring you a selection of hilarious audio drama. And you can find it wherever you find your podcasts. Just search for Friday Follies, or you could subscribe to the main Mutual Audio Network feed. It's up to you. Find us there. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.